VHS Files podcast contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the mini-sode. Welcome back to the VHS Files podcast, and tonight we're doing something a little different. We are talking about a new release. Say what? What? A new movie. What the hell? It's not 1987 again? <laughs> it's crazy. The the theaters are back open. We're going to the movies again. Um, we just happen to all have seen it within yeah. like a day of each other. Not the first movie we've seen in 2021 in the theater, but the second movie we've seen. It's a fandom that we all are into. It's the MCU. It is Black Widow. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're going to wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies. He's called Science Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated, fully conscious, but no choices. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Enough. We're going to talk about Black Widow a little bit tonight, our reactions, what we thought of it, and um, all that good stuff. So who wants to kick off the conversation? How did we all like Black Widow? I loved it. Ask ask the woman with the red hair on the podcast here. Ask so how she likes it. Give us your rundown, Jenny. I mean, we've waited for I don't know how long for this movie. COVID got in the way. It honestly should have came out years ago. Mm-hmm. Um oh, yeah. l- l- let me know what you thought now that we've seen it. I loved every minute of it. It was everything that I wanted in a Black Widow movie. I do wish that it happened after Civil War, which is the timeline that it does take place in. Honestly, it kind of feels like Marvel's trying to do a little too late. Like Disney didn't pull their heads out of their asses fast enough to realize (laughs) that women could have their own standalone movies, which is really disrespectful and sexist. And, you know, (laughs) 2021. Jenny coming out the gate swinging tonight. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, women go to the movies. Women read comic books. And men also want to see these movies be made. Who doesn't want to watch Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow? Like, who? Nobody. Everybody wants to see it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I agree. It, it should have come out sooner. Um, I mean, they had to essentially write a backstory for her for this movie, which really could have gone bad. Yeah. And I think it was, It you know, it does feel that, that it's been sort of tacked on to add depth to right you know to the character um but i think overall it was fine uh it didn't I, I, as far as the family stuff goes i mean um i have a couple complaints about it but overall it was a lot of fun it was my first time back to the theater so i was enjoying myself i had a freezy coke with jack daniels in it like a little frosty <laughs> thing like an icy it's delicious <laughs> 
Jason, what were your initial reactions? I think you've seen it twice now, right? Three, Three times. times. He got that Disney Plus what? premiere access. Oh. Well, well, I went, uh, like you guys, uh, I mean, this is your second movie. This is my first movie theater movie since 2019. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. I th- what was that, nope. 2019, uh, Endgame or uh, Far From Home, I think? Far From Home would have been the last one, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was the last time I went to the movies. Uh, that might have been me too, Jason, actually. Yeah, Far I mean, I, I had to think about it. I'm like, uh, uh, this is like my girlfriend's first movie in like a few years because she never went to the movies anymore. But uh, we're, I had to really think, what was the last movie I saw in a the theater? And it, well, I think it was Far From Home. But uh, it was a good watch. Uh, I did get the Disney Plus premiere thing, so I've watched it twice at home too. Um. I'm a Marvel fan, so but uh, it was a decent movie. Uh, I do I have some problems with a little bit. Yes, uh, do I? I agree with you guys. This movie should have been made like three or four years ago, at least yeah. about three years ago. Because, uh, like Jenny pointed out, in the timeline, it takes place actually during Civil War. It doesn't yeah. take place well, after. Yeah, it. yeah. It it takes place from right after she freaking stuns T'Challa and she has her little conversation with Tony that General Ross is coming for you all the way up to helping Steve break the guys out of the raft. So this movie really takes place in the yeah. Civil War movie. True. But I was just like, they should have done this, like Jenny said, right after Civil War and could have showed her helping Steve get you know Falcon and all the guys out. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Okay. That, you know, while, you know, you're saying that a woman can carry a film. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, there's plenty of examples of it. Wonder Woman, of course, the the big one with comic books. But I'm sure there was a degree of like, is Black Widow a marketable enough character? You know, we know Wonder Woman is, right? She's like the big three over at DC. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they had to basically invent a kind of history for her because there's not a ton of history in the comics well i mean uh, you make a good point on that now i i think it's probably a combination of both but but, but it's like uh, the idea of giving hawkeye his own film like right. can hawkeye really carry a movie even though he's a guy hawk guy <laughs> well they're giving him a, a disney plus show they're not even giving him a movie Right, exactly. So, like, yeah. you know, is is Black Widow sort of on Hawkeye's level in the Avengers, yeah. basically? And I don't think so. I think she's yeah. better than him, and and I think she did deserve her own movie. Well, that's where I was going with, uh, you know, with the movie and the way I thought about it is, is it was a good movie. Is it kind of down the list in the Marvel movies for me? Yes, it's not in the upper half. It's probably right in the lower half. But it was an enjoyable, fun movie to watch. I'm glad she finally got it. I'm glad we got to see her up front center not with behind tony or behind cap she got to be up front and i'm i'm happy for her and her the character that it got to be done finally it was too long well what i wanted to bring up and and eric made a good point about is 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 it marketable and one thing i think that may have hindered this is a few years ago we got a movie called red sparrow does anybody remember this one yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. jennifer lawrence i never saw it but yeah it was like this should just be a a Black Widow origin Black story. Widow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah. and and I and that movie tanked. So I think one thing that could have potentially hurt Black Widow coming out was the 
the prospect of that movie coming out and then the fact that that movie did not do well. Now, it was completely different subject matter. The only thing you really had was the, the undercover like assassin stuff, but the rest of it was a lot a lot different than your Marvel movies. On your point, Josh, how many spy uh, assassin female-led movies are there? Because when you start to think of older movies like Salt or Salt. Uh, what's that one with Charlize Theron? That's one I was going Atomic with. Blonde. Atomic, Atomic Blonde, Blonde. Or there's there's a, a good handful of them. Even going back to like um, what's uh, what's the one back in the Point of No Return or yeah, Point of uh, No Return. Uh, well, what's the Kill other one Bill in that era? A, yeah, I mean Kill. A, well, Kill yeah, there you Nikita, go. Lefem Nikita. Yeah, La Femme all Nikita. that stuff. I mean, this is kind of a genre that's been done and successfully for a long time. I mean, not in the MCU per se, but yeah. it's almost its little subgenre. Like, a, obviously, the end of this movie goes much larger than those movies. But. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, well, it seems like we've a handful of us have a, a few things to complain about here, but I want to talk about the good stuff, the stuff that we enjoyed uh, up for uh, up front, oh, and. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out there from the get go is Florence Pugh. I, she, I, I think she so kind of steals the movie. Yeah. She's awesome. I mean, loved her in uh midsummer, of course. And mm -hmm. I haven't seen her in much else, but I love midsummer. And I was kind of most excited just to see how she would do in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, she kind of reminds me a little bit of the girl that was on that show Heroes. Um, and she's she and she Aiden was big. Penitieri. Penitieri, yeah. yeah. She kind of came and went and hasn't really been around for a while now. And she she's like has Hayden that... Penitieri, except and I have no idea how to say her last name. I'm literally just <laughs> blasting through it. Except she's good a good actress. Yeah. That we saw Florence Pugh in Little Women, and mm -hmm. she's very good in that as well. Yep. Um, directed by Greta Gerwig. Did any well, I, this is off topic, but did anybody hear the rumor that Greta Gerwig was going to be directing a Barbie movie? Is that the one with Margot Robbie's playing Barbie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, Margot uh -huh. Robbie is playing Barbie. It might be it. No, I had not heard of that. Normally, when I see a headline that says Barbie movie in development with Margot Robbie, I would have been like, but when you say Greta Gerwig to direct Barbie movie with Margot Robbie, I'm like, I think I might see that. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. That could work. Yeah. I, I just, I like the character of Yelena, Yelena, however you want to pronounce it, because mm -hmm. they have a, a heavy accent through the whole movie. But I, I like her fighting. Dude, that fight scene between her and Natasha in the apartment is brutal. Yeah. Dude, you hear heads cracking in walls. Mm -hmm. And she carried her own with Natasha through that whole scene. But then their banter, the yes. rest of the mm -hmm. movie. Do, do, do you like my vest? <laughs> right. Dude, the, the rest of her She's serious, but her comic relief through the rest of the movie is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. It's perfect timing. The, her little one little things, like when she makes fun of her sister for doing the Black Widow pose. The superhero pose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I have she, an issue with that. I'm just no. going to say it now. I that's, in, that's obviously a joke that's been kind of done to death, in my opinion. The superhero pose. It was in the... Deadpool. The Daredevil, or Deadpool. I almost said yeah. Daredevil for yeah. some reason. Deadpool movie. Did it a lot. I don't know. That just that's, seems like such an old joke. Like that's such an obvious thing. Like not Eric, just Deadpool. Like lots. Well, of this movie should have came out four years ago. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's using jokes from four years ago. Yeah, but Eric's digging to find things. That's that's something small. No, these are just. I yeah. you brought it up, so I yeah. I did enjoy it overall. I think 
tonally it gets a little weird like it, it has some really like a lot of humor in it and it's funny um there's like you know like the dinner scene uh the second dinner scene when they're right. uh, they've all reunited and stuff and there's a little too much humor in that scene for me like that that's kind of a big deal like right uh i can kind of agree with and you it there it gets a little silly they start slipping into their roles of uh you know and it's kind of funny i it's weird because this movie is fun like it's i'm just literally just trying to be critical of it you mm-hmm. know for conversation's sake but i i think this one moves in the upper half for me and marvel just because it's fun right uh uh, you know it, it's it's a fun time I, I can nitpick little things that but ultimately it's just fun to watch you know well i wanted to ask how what did everybody think of david harbour that's who i was going to about to talk about it because i mean i know we all kind of fell in love with him through stranger things a few years ago and and he's kind of progressed since then i have not seen hellboy so i cannot comment on his performance in that um but i thought he was pretty damn funny in this and I, I was afraid that I was I was afraid he was going to put it on too much but I think uh, other than the dinner scene you're talking about Eric where he's putting on his suit and all that stuff like I think he kind of reins it in and he's just funny enough in the scenes when he needs to be funny yeah. but I, I, I didn't think he overshot it when I thought it was a possibility he very much could I, I think he did a good job of containing it I mean he had humor with seriousness. I mean, like the, the helicopter is some funny stuff. And then when Yelena throws all the, what the stuff that gets done to women in the red room about her reproductive that was organs. Pretty good. And he, you can see him. He's like, Oh, um, you know, I'm sorry. You know, mm-hmm. because he realized he's all about himself and everything, but he did care about these girls. I mean, he even has their names tattooed on his arm in Russian, Natasha and Yelena on mm-hmm. his arm. So, I mean, he cared about it. They weren't just part of the job. They He loved these two girls. It was his family. And he keeps saying that through the whole movie. But well, yeah, I mean, his... he, I, I like that. I feel like in his, in that, in his case, he does kind of explain himself because, you know, he and Rachel Weiss, uh, both kind of claim to like these girls and to care about these girls, but they gave them, they allowed them to be taken and true sterilized and brainwashed. I mean, like it's, that's where like the humor stuff, I, I start going like, uh, you know, cause I liked when he ex- explained that basically he believes in the system. He's not a smart guy. He's following orders, that kind of thing. He he's doing what he's supposed to do for, mother russia or whatever like mm-hmm. he feels like it's all for the greater good kind of thing mm-hmm. i feel like that's not the case with i forget the the quote-unquote mother's name melina melina like she helps them at the end but we're gonna let her off the hook for all this shit yeah. all these yeah, thousands I mean, the- of girls being taken like we're gonna let her off the hook here or what like and, i don't know guys and i want to touch on that 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 opening segment with the nirvana song and all that Dude, that I mean, this is a movie. It's a comic book movie, but I when I was watching this and I'm with my girlfriend there and I'm looking over at her and we're watching this, it's fucking sad. It's like they're giving you a public service announcement of child abductions, child slavery, and everything like you see that it because that's real. Well, sure. That happens in this world. They even took Drake off and photoshopped him in the pictures with Bill Clinton and everybody else and meeting all these other world leaders. and Right. Uh, Drakoff is kind of like a mixture of like 
<laughs> some real world people i think there's yeah. definitely yeah. some like me too stuff going on in this movie as it's well a, it's sad with, like dude. um weinstein weinstein, weinstein. He gets Weinsteiny right in the office with the girls. Like he's touching them and he's like grabbing her head and stuff and like kind of, mm -hmm. you know, imposing his will on them. It's mm -hmm. icky. It's definitely yeah. icky. Yeah. And I think they did that stuff well. It's Disney. They kind of pulled sure. it off because you Disney doesn't go dark in a sense, you know. But that's kind of dark. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's yucky. Yeah, don't like that guy. What do you think, Jenny? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely yucky. Um. I thought the entire cast was excellent. Um, yeah. I thought they all played yeah. their roles very well. I thought they had a natural chemistry with each other. Um, yeah, I just, I think it was pretty perfectly cast. How about uh, old, uh, I guess his name's O.T. Oh, I don't even want to try to say this man's name. Uh, <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy from, uh, from uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh yes, you know? her, well, like, I liked him in this. Yeah, the one that plays yeah. the her, her agent that hooks him up, that hooks her yeah, up. Yeah, all yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. completely forgot about him until you I, said something. <laughs> I, I I kind of forgot he he is a Marvel character because that's what he does, and I forgot his actual character's name. He that's what he does. He he hooks people up. He's basically black market whatever. Hey, I can yeah. get you weapons, a plane, whatever, and that's what he does. To it's the basically movie. the cue of this movie. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. And we found out if you give him a couple weeks, he could get you a Quinjet. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, that man's good. Goes from a busted ass Russian helicopter to a Quinjet. So I, I, I thought Rachel Weiss was just kind of okay in this. I mean, I've seen her do some pretty good stuff. And, you know, I, I my thing now is they I'm. They didn't give her a ton to do. They didn't give her a ton to do. Oh, I'm kind of infatuated now with the people that are showing up in the Marvel movies, like jumping on the bandwagon, like all these big A-list a actors that are trying to get into the Marvel Universe now and whatnot. Yeah, we are starting to get some big-time actors, particularly, like, older actors that have sort of avoided it for a while. And now right. they're like, okay, fine, I'll be in one. You know, oh, this I'm is sure cool. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's not risky anymore. We can go have fun. And I'm sure they all have grandkids and stuff. <laughs> the girl that plays young Natasha, mm -hmm. did anybody kind of recognize her? I like, recognized her, but I can't place yeah. what she was in. She? No, well, not only that. It's the face, because when I found out who she was and I watched the third time, I was like, holy shit, how did I not know that? That is Mila Jovovich's daughter. Uh, go back, and but when you find that out and you go back and watch it, it's like young Lily running around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I couldn't do that whole first segment of the movie. That's all I thought of is Lilu Dallas multipass. Instead of orange hair, it's blue. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, because that's uh was her her husband or ex-husband Paul Anderson. Paul W. Paul yeah, W.S. Anderson. Yeah, the uh director. That's their daughter together. I just thought that was when I was digging through this, I was like, whoa, okay. Well, Everybody's mainly, getting like, it. And and when I bring that up, I mean Rachel Vice, I mean, she's she's been, you know, through all these uh, different franchises like the mummy and all that stuff, and now she's jumping into the Marvel train. I'm also thinking about like we're not gonna talk about Loki because Eric hasn't seen the last episode yet, but sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking like 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 Luke uh, Owen Wilson. Like Owen Wilson showing up in Marvel now and and, and just kind of like it's the cool thing to jump into a Marvel a Marvel property now. Um, and you know, it's going to make some people stars and it's going to, you know, 
just kind of put other people on the back burner. I'm also talking about like Michael Douglas and Ant-Man. Like I would have never in a million years. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never in a million years thought those Redford, those actors would be in (laughs) comic book movies, you know, these, these, these movies that are essentially for quote unquote kids, you know? Yeah. But we've gotten there and I, and I think it's cool. I mean, I really like it. Um, It's just, it's cool to see who shines within that and who's kind of, not really you can tell that there are some actors that may not be taking it as seriously as others another example of that is kate blanchett right Dude. in in ragnarok i mean she's oh like yeah yeah, yeah. a lister right there but uh the i'd like the easter eggs through the whole movie i mean if you're a comic fan and you go back and like you said you guys have only seen it once if you go back and you watch it again uh character names dropped left and right sure crimson the, dynamo stuff crimson like that. dynamo the guy's arm he breaks his name is ursa he is a mutant that changes into a bear the that's bear part of, yes the part russian of bear. part of the winter guard yes yeah yeah, is, yeah there's the russian super soldier program there's all kinds of stuff through there but the one thing i do because our other than drakoff our main villain of the movie is taskmaster oh yes. finally I wanted to bring up Taskmaster. I don't know the full backstory on Taskmaster. Taskmaster, that's hard to say. I know a lot um, of it. But, uh, but I, why don't you give us a background, Jason, and we'll go from there. He was basically a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that took a the super soldier syndrome from a, a scientist that told him it would help him be like Captain America and everything. Uh, but it gave him the photogenic memory of where he could do fighting styles and stuff like that. But as he learned fighting styles, he developed amnesia and would forget memories of his past, like his children, his wife, his love life, his childhood, and everything like that. So he was basically, he kind of was already a, a, like a good fighter, but this just amplified him. So I, there's kind of been, I've seen some people talk about, was he kind of like a mutant, but this kind of accelerated his mutant abilities or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, I mean, he can, he can fight Captain America and Spider-Man and guys like that. Like he's... Yeah, well, you he's get a this, legitimate threat. Well, you, and that's the thing is he does it just because of his ability. But in this, we are now have a tech-based taskmaster that is learning from tech, which is the same stuff that Tony used to fight Captain in Civil War, where he says, uh, right. "Follow his fighting moments," and then him and he he fights him back because now he knows his fighting strategy, and that's kind of the same technology. Because at the beginning of the movie, you get him or. Uh, Taskmaster is watching Hawkeye fight Black Panther at the airport. Right. right. Well, so also that when they when the family makes their escape in the beginning of the film, the data they're stealing is from Shield, right? And yep. which may have been Hydra controlled at the time. I think they make totally mention of that that, that yeah. it was controlled by Hydra. But the yeah, but I mean like it really could be like some of the same tech cuz just the way that the red room is operating it could be a lot of mm-hmm. the same tech that Stark uses in his stuff, you know. But that's the small backstory, and I think through the comics they've changed stuff here and here. But that's just a general. But what do you got to say, Josh? Well, I, I'm glad you kind of gave us a little bit of a background of of Taskmaster and whatnot, and and that kind of brings me to the point I wanted to make. How do we feel about Disney or whoever taking liberties with some of these characters and changing up that backstory and whatnot? Because we find out who quote unquote taskmaster is in this movie. And I don't think it follows the comics by any means. It is all, all tech. And then we find out, you know, who's in, uh, who's using all this tech. Um, But like, 
there are certain liberties that they're taking with these movies and changing up those characters for, you know, the, the convenience of the movies that they're in. And I don't know, like I, I kind of felt like taskmaster was a good like henchman, but overall, like I didn't really care for the, the story arc of it. Yeah. Well, it was cool. They did it more of uh, the nod because his daughter's name is Antonia mm-hmm. and his name is, uh, was it Anthony masters in the comic. So Anthony Antonia, if it was just a henchman, it would have less impact on the main story. They did this to tie it all together or whatever. Right. I guess they must have decided that there just weren't enough Taskmaster fans out there to for them to give a shit. It's like when they gave uh, Hawkeye a family. That really annoyed the shit out of me because I like Hawkeye in the comics and he does not have a family. <laughs> well, I mean, if we, it's not even just Disney, it's just comic book. I mean, you know, I'm the biggest Venom fan as if anybody in this podcast and shit, they've totally changed that in the movies. It's not even, we don't even have Spider-Man involved in it. Yeah. True. So I mean, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, you know, the, the fact that they're taking liberties and changing the characters like this, I mean, there have been some of, some of the things they've done, I'm sure that are, is great and works great for it. And, and, you know, I think they changed up guardians of the galaxy a bit whenever they decided to do the movies and they're not quite like they were in the comics and they've sort of shaped the comics around how the movies turned out now. So I just kind of wanted to see how everybody felt about how they, they play that because it seems like they're, they're doing it a lot now for the MCU, but, and you can, you can look at it as two different entities. You've got your comics and you can always go back to that. And then you've got the MCU, which is building upon something new. So, but I just wanted to see what you guys thought about all that. I think they just need to be careful about making decisions about characters that they think aren't important yet. Cause you know, down the road, if this continues, you're going to have to start pulling up some C and D listers up to the ranks, you know, right. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. You know, we're already starting to do that. And you know, they like daredevil, for instance, like, I liked the Daredevil Netflix show. I don't know if, you know, there's rumors that they might try to pull Charlie that, Cox. Mm-hmm. Charlie Cox, thank you, in in somehow, but like they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> they should have held on to <laughs> Daredevil and done it properly in the cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Luke Cage too, I think would have benefited from a, a movie. Like that would have been perfect. You know, you see the success of of uh, you know, Black Panther and, you know, Black community wants you know, to be represented and wants heroes. Luke Cage is an awesome yeah. character and the yeah. show was fine. You know, now you can't, now you go, well, if I want to bring him into the movies, if I want to put him, if I want to do new Avengers and bring him in and, you know, you got to bring him. Now yeah. well, they still may do that. That they a, lot might. Of it's, a lot of it saying we might get a young Avengers before we get new Avengers. We might get dark Avengers since what's your well, name keeps showing up. But yeah, uh, I mean, yes, the young Avengers are being set up already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the next logical thing to talk about, right? Is the end, the post-credit mm-hmm. thing. Um, so I, I, I'm not well-versed in this. I know a certain somebody shows up from the Marvel TV shows that are going on now. Um, yes, Val, if, Valentina, yada, yada, yada. She's got like six names right in there. <laughs> but I think in the comics, she works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and they also call her like Madam Hydra or something like she that. She was too. Madam Hydra for like a period of time. She's yeah. kind of a mixture of two characters. There's a character yeah. in the comics and her name's escaping me right now, but she literally like put together the Thunderbolts in one iteration of the Thunderbolts. So like when you say Dark Avengers, like this is really more the Thunderbolts, which mm-hmm. is why seemingly why they're bringing Thunderbolt Ross back into the fold with, with yeah. this movie. You've got William Hurt coming back and it seems like they're setting up a Thunderbolts either TV show or movie. 
which yeah, I'm game for. Have... I think that would be fun. Dude, well, I'm waiting for Red Hulk to show up at any freaking time here, dude. <laughs> right. I mean, I've Red been Hulk... waiting. I've been waiting for Red Hulk since William Hurt showed back up after the Incredible exactly. Hulk movie. I mean, if it's going like, to happen. Hey, She-Hulk. We got a She-Hulk TV show coming. That's I mean, right. It, it may. That happen. might set it up. So I, I just kind of jotted down who we've got potentially for this lineup. Okay. okay. So you've got Yelena, obviously. Yelena. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. agent. Yep. From Yep. He's ready to go. Um, you got Zemo. Zemo's yep. in the, and he was an original member of the Thunderbolts. Yep. Um, and then you go, okay, well, who else could? We see Abomination in the new Shang Chi trailer. Yep. yep. A lot of people were. You never know that if he might come in there. He might be in it. Agatha Harkness. Yes, and she is confirmed like, to be coming back. back. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think she's know, confirmed for Multiverse of Madness. I'm isn't assuming she? it's they didn't confirm for what, but I'm assuming it's for Doctor Strange. And then we are going to have like uh, what's I forget what it's called, like the Armor Wars show. Yeah. So people are wondering if there will be like an Iron Patriot, which was, you know, an Iron Man analog. They're doing an Iron Heart show, too. Yep. OK. Yeah, There's been that, too. So well, that's really, more right? that's more. Young Avengers, though. Right. right. Would be well, it's funny that you mentioned the Armor Wars thing because she brought up during this, we talked about earlier, about the Crimson Dynamo. Right. He is an Iron Man villain in the comic books. So they're right. kind of wondering, did they mention that so he can show up in the Armor Wars thing? Because you know how Marvel does. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. should. He, he's, I mean, that's Russian Iron Man. You might as well throw him in there. That's the but- thing I really have grown to love about what they've done with the MCU and what's... <laughs> apparently not working for the DCU, but um, like I remember watching winter soldier and there's mentioned like they, they name drop Stephen strange in there. Right. And it's just those little things where it's like, Ooh, Ooh, they said, they said Stephen strange. Like <laughs> you look for little stuff like that now, whereas like that was never something you did before. And now they've got this whole universe that they're building. I can, I can see why DCEU tried to go the route, but like you need to post the meme that I sent you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that yeah. that totally explains it but i wanted to bring like we're still talking about name dropping in old movies where the whole taskmaster thing is where they kind of had to sum it up for natasha mm-hmm. you go back to the first event avengers movie where they capture loki and he's talking to black widow and she's talking about red and her ledger mm-hmm. he says how can you do that with so much red and ledger he goes Drakoff's daughter the yeah. uh, Sao Paulo and everything. It's pretty so, impressive that that was there then. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and I was like, whoa, okay. So now that's why this, because she thought she killed the little girl in order to get away from the Red Room. Right. To go work for S.H.I.E.L.D. She she had to sacrifice. She even says it. It was collateral damage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, Natasha was, she was ruthless at one mm-hmm. point. She killed children to get she out. She killed lots of people. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about collateral damage. How did none of our main characters die in this movie? Like with that final, that Falling last from scene the sky for 20 minutes. Insane. First of all, how the, I mean, I'm not going to be dumb enough to say how did black widow not die in, in all that. But if you really think about like a real human <laughs> falling out and like, she's doing like Spider-Man shit. Hey man, there. Keanu did it first. Keanu jumped out of a plane without a yeah. backpack. I, without a I believe that Black Widow could do it before I believe. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Utah could. Yeah, I have that in my notes. Is like, how did uh, we get through this whole aerial scene that looks like. So I, I admit it's cool. It's MCU. The 
the special effects are great, but I kind of thought it was like that G.I. Joe movie there for a minute. Right. It came out a few. <laughs> I was like, eh, I kind of had a cringeworthy moment there. I'm like, okay, is it's Snake Eyes co- going to show up? Well, the costumes don't help either. The costumes are very G.I. Joe looking like. Well, especially the I, Alexi and Melina surviving. Right. Like, I can understand Scarlet saves Florence. Mm-hmm. I'm just using the actresses' names for no reason. <laughs> Uh, but David and Rachel are free falling, and then the, the tail of the plane breaks off. We don't see them again until the ground. Yeah, but well, he he's, he's a, a super soldier. Yeah. yeah, well he's he super is. Soldier. Well, maybe he caught she's her, not. and yeah, he just takes the fall, and she. I don't know. It, it all happened off screen. It's weird. Yeah. I I still oh. think Melina could it could be bad. Okay, I, I, I'm the- not I'm not cons- I'm not convinced that she's. Well, in the comics she's also a character called iron maiden Mm -hmm. and in the little room where she put her gun away the mask is on the wall behind her that she has in the comic book oh the iron maiden mask i gotta ask a question maybe we can argue about this about red guardian and alexi who's stronger him or captain america think about some of the stuff that he did to get out of that prison i was like i don't know if captain could kick out a door that's like a foot thick (laughs) of steel I mean, he just boots it and it flies out the hinges. Yeah, Sam sure as hell can. Yeah, that <laughs> no. Captain America. Steve might have been able to. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Steve Rogers, Captain America. I was like, because I even read that in a couple of things is who would be stronger? Because somebody brought that up as like, I don't think I've ever seen Captain America, Steve Rogers kick a foot thick door out of its hinges well i mean we may not have seen him kick a a a really thick door down but we've (laughs) seen we we've seen captain captain steve rogers captain america do some pretty crazy shit held a helicopter (laughs) like he's america's ass he can do anything he fought thanos (laughs) but he he lifted molnir i mean come on I don't see Red Guardian uh, being worthy of lifting Molnir, my I friend. Don't, I don't think Red Guardian would ever be worthy of doing that. But yeah, they had that as like who was actually stronger. And I like the whole thing where he's talking about and he's lying through his teeth about fighting Captain America in 1984. Mm-hmm, and right. the guy points it out. Uh, Captain America was still frozen in that. Right. But somebody brought up a good point about that little segment. Is like, did he fight Captain America? Was it Bucky or Isaiah? Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah yeah. Bradley, Captain yeah, America, theory. and I That's was like, possible. Ooh, that could reveal good... Isaiah would work perfectly. Yeah, I was like, yep. that would have been cool because they put Isaiah in prison too, yeah. for a while. They locked him away. Going back to the airplane, beginning of the film. Oh, sorry, <laughs> the flying out of the the airplane scene. Mm-hmm. Black Widow actually jumps out of like the shield helicarrier and one of the more recent runs of Black Widow in the comics. So, you know, it's not improbable. Well, here's the thing. It's what I like about these movies and what I think people who don't like these movies maybe miss. Or, you know, you don't have to like them, obviously. But if you like comics, like comic book movies, this is my chance to say this, are comic books and movies mixed together. So... So they're groundbreaking. <laughs> I know they're episodic, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a connected universe, just like the comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly. It's a, essentially a new genre of film, where you know, not in the same way as maybe 
other film adaptations of comic books are because like like we've been talking about they're all connected they're making a shared universe it is a unique thing and it is episodic and if you don't like the universe you probably won't like the movies because they're all mm-hmm. kind of in that same universe but yeah. right. i like it and in the comics that's something that could happen uh, uh you know we've seen characters like batman who's a human do all kinds of crazy shit mm-hmm. in, the com- yeah. in the comics so you know it's silly to go oh well how, you know i know i i was the silly yeah. one but i was yeah. just enjoying my silly the one thing you know we're talking about natasha doing that when she has the conversation with melina or whatever her character's name talking about she was actually taken from her mother because she had a genetic trait in her dna that they kept her they basically paid her mother to take the child well that right there is mutant because that's how they find out if you're a mutant is a certain genetic trait in your dna and well, they mentioned that in the movie so you're like you could draw lines there yeah. yes but the other thing I, I almost through the whole mcu since iron man 2 i almost wonder if she is not exactly 100 human either that she was experimenting on because even in this movie when they take the the stack and fall over to the other building because the other black widow lady falls on the ground Mm-hmm. She boom, 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 all the way down the side of the building and then lands oh, on her feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I went, I'm really thinking Natasha wasn't. 100%. She took a she took a fall there, dude. That was that was a that was a Harry and Spider Man three her, fall right there. Dude, her her legs <laughs> buckled on that AC vent. I mean, it, they buckled and hit her ribs. She crumpled and then. Nah, man. If, if Dom from Fast and Furious can topple down a freaking garage of cars and survive that, Black Widow <laughs> can survive the topple on that building. <laughs> and, you know, this movie, just like those, is all about family. You ever say, you know why you survive? Family. <laughs> she she clearly is very physically fit. Uh, been doing her cardio because the amount of running and fighting she does in the end of this movie is insane. Like, yeah, insane. She is. A superhero. Well, sure. and I think it's also, you know, part of her training is so much of it is muscle memory mm-hmm. that, you know, she was brainwashed to have these exact reactions when she's fighting. And um, I think it just lends back to that. But talking about comic books, like going over to comic book movies. I want to talk like a little bit more in depth about like some of the things specifically I loved mm-hmm. about this because I said it was everything I wanted in a Black Widow movie. And so I was mentioning that run a Black Widow that I read. I mean, it's been like three years or yeah. something now. Mm-hmm. So it's not the most recent, but that's the last one I read. And mm-hmm. so she is at that point, um, running from shield because she's stolen this information that she has like sworn that she'll never, you know, let see the light of day. And some of it's about her and her past and she can't let the world know who she really is. And, um, so it's kind of like, it has some parallels with the movie because she's also trying to find the red room to, you know, wipe out all of the information yeah i think i read some of that too is that the stuff with like phil noto doing the art i won't remember okay well yeah i mean yeah that stuff i think i read too or at least some of it and yeah this does feel like that run 
for sure. Yeah, and in that run, um, there are widows who are children mm-hmm. who come after her. So it was very reminiscent of like the old meeting the new, which happens in this movie and her backstory. Now, I know you don't get a lot of backstory about Black Widow, but I liked what they did. Like, I know maybe other people don't like it, but having her be embedded with these KGB agents that are in America, like, it, that just is, like, a perfect explanation for, like, something that could oh, be yeah. actually happening at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the and world. And it doesn't, and it, I mean, considering they had to invent a backstory, you know, for the film and tell it all in this film. yeah. It was pretty a gr- pretty great idea to start there because again you still maintain some mystery for the character because it's not a real family like it's only right. what she remembers after being you know what was she thirteen at the time or something yeah well it's so, also retcon for all these people that are like what happened to her Russian accent and now she has no accent anymore like it hey <laughs> speaking of Russian accents I can I hope that Florence Pugh can ditch that can she ditch that. <laughs> I, no, I won't I, mind. I, I kind of liked it. I thought it was bad. <laughs> I, no, I don't think it was a bad accent. I don't know enough about Russian accents to, I mean. It, Are you Russian? That's what I'm saying. I, exactly. Well, oh, that's what a Russian would say, is that they don't know Russian accents. <laughs> anyway, I'm on a list now. Uh, so <laughs> Black Widow's coming I don't know. It would you. be nice if she could just let that go and not have to do that. I mean, if she's going to be, I mean, I'm curious if she's going to end up being sort of the the next black widow you know obviously she's going to be like the thunderballs version of black widow but Mm -hmm. maybe she'll end up on the avengers at some point like who knows i mean endless possibilities i mean it's marvel they could do whatever yeah i think she needs to drop a few more articles with her uh russian english yeah our friend Kate, hey, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> our friend Kate who we've mentioned on the show multiple times uh she is from latvia and when we first met her, you would have never guessed. Like, I, I had no idea that she was from no, over for there. for years, we yeah. had no idea. But when you hang around her long enough, you start to notice that she drops her articles. And she's like, there are certain times where it's, she sounds very Russian. <laughs> and yeah. we lived with her for a brief period. She yeah, was our she roommate. Was living with us. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was how, how I never noticed it before, I don't know. Because now <laughs> I notice it all the time. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's I remember endearing. When we, yeah, I remember when we found that out, she was still at Hot Topic. We would just call her Black Widow at Hot Topic. Yeah. She was yeah. undercover. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome, Kate. So we've talked about. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. I got another thing. Budapest. Budapest. We know about Budapest. No, Budapest. Yeah. We know Budapest. a little Budapest. about it. Budapest. Well, still, I mean, you get enough. I mean, she's there. Her and Hawkeye are there. She is trying were to kill. Were they there to to kill they were there to kill drake cough right yes. well they were back because they're talking about the arrow holes in the wall remember clint was yes. originally sent to kill her he was sent there to kill natasha in the, the first time around and that's why there's arrow holes in her wall because when Alina says what kind of bullet makes holes like that or something like that he right. said arrows <laughs> so i mean maybe he was just practicing <laughs> also See, I, are we gonna get Yelena in the Hawkeye series now. Yes, yes. I believe actually, so. Yes, she's, okay. She's, she's, she's on the cast obviously, list. Obviously, she's he's her next target. Well, she's on the cast list for Hawkeye now. Okay, yeah, she, I haven't. She's on there. Okay, all right. Yeah. So yeah, she's 
And that's all lies. Anyway, we know how it really happened. We saw it. <laughs> See, this is the thing that I'm worried about with Hawkeye, because he's always been a bachelor, like a ladies man kind of player kind of guy. That's what kind of that's a big part of his character. Now he's this family man. And I don't know what at what point the, the Hawkeye TV show takes place. I can only assume it's during or, you know, after the snap before. Yeah, because it's his daughter taking over. She's older. No, I don't think it's his daughter. No, it's yes. not. I thought it was. It's not in the comics. It's, it's not in the comics. I don't know what it is in the movie, but. No, it's Kate Bishop. It's Kate Bishop. It's Kate Bishop. So it's not, that's not his daughter. No, I'm talking about, I thought it's supposed to be Hawkeye's daughter taking over as Hawkeye. No, no. it's a, it's a different girl. But my point is in that story in the comics that this is clearly based on the fraction run. Oh. It, it, the, it's got the same logo and everything. It's clearly based on that. He is living in an apartment building by himself drinking coffee out of the out of the uh coffee pot directly with you know without a car he's a he's a bachelor like you can't do this when he's got a wife and kids and he's living on a farm or <laughs> fucking you know in the fucking woods <laughs> some shit he needs to be living in a, in a shitty apartment building alone so how do you do that it, it has to be during the snap time right Maybe it's a multiverse thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, yeah, hey, I we know. We cannot yeah. talk multiverse right now. <laughs> cannot talk multiverse right now. Well, we're I know. The multiverse of madness. So I know that I'm I'm aware of probably more than you think I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> but you've been on a, it. I don't know how you made it through the day because I know you're on the internet. I got some. There's already been some some spoilers for Loki. Hey, people, uh, if you watch Loki or any Marvel show in the morning. Wait till the evening yeah, at least, maybe, or the next day before you start dropping spoilers. Thank you. This is a public service announcement. I agree 100%. Okay. All right. Jesus. I, I want to talk about one thing. I mean, the movie was great, but I'm going to talk about one thing that I think r ruined the movie for me. <laughs> it was great, but it, it ruined totally the movie. ruined it for no, no, me. No, no, <laughs> and no. It's, and it's because of what, we're, what we were just talking about. No, the movie's good. I love the movie. But the end credit scene where Yelena's there at her grave paying respects to her sister, quote unquote, mm -hmm. you know, like that. And it's a nice heartfelt moment. We Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson deserved a send off. And the whole Valentina thing with the stupid blowing my nose, I think I'm allergic to the Midwest shit. That right there was horrible. <laughs> I think it's that's, that's a fair point that yeah. they they cut off that emotional moment. Uh, it was just to set whole, up the next whatever you know the, the next the, movie or show. She, yeah, when she has her head on the the tombstone and she does the whistle that they did, mm -hmm. dude. I mean, I was like, I'm a, I'm sitting there like this in the theater, like, oh man, dude, I'm gonna lose it. Oh, <laughs> and that thing with her with the thing and hey, you're not supposed to be interrupting me on my day off. I know I should be. I'm like that just kind of. It, it brought at the end of that down horribly. I mean, I know they got to tie it in the Hawkeye and all that crap, but they could have done it a better way. Well, I mean, we'll go ahead and talk about this. Some of the things that, I mean, I, there aren't a whole lot of specifics that I will say bothered me about it. But the one thing that I did find that looking back on it, like, I don't feel like for me, it was black widow centric enough. I was more invested and in Florence Pugh's character and the Red Guardian and like I was having more fun with those characters than I was with Black Widow. I still enjoyed the movie, but 
I almost don't feel like it was completely hers. Like it was mm-hmm. really kind of this big introduction of these new characters and you know, she, she clears the red in her ledger and everything. I get that, but I just sort of felt like she sort of took a back burner on this a little bit. And I don't, I don't like that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I wouldn't say back burner. That's a bit much, but yeah, you are kind of setting up Florence Pugh to move forward. That's right. kind of the point of the movie. I mean, Natasha's dead. She's yeah. dead before this movie starts, y'all. Yeah, that's true. And maybe <laughs> exactly. that's kind of how Scarlett Johansson, when they told her, hey, we're going to give you your Black Widow movie this, but we want to pass the torch. Hand, yeah, pass yeah. the torch to the next generation. And she might have been fine with it, dude. She'd been doing these since Iron Man 2. Old and busted. New hotness. <laughs> Eric dropping the Will Smith quotes up. <laughs> wow. Men in black. Yeah. Eric, but, you uh, said you had some issues. Have you addressed the I, issues? Yeah, I basically touched on them all. I mean, I just thought some of the humor came at weird places. Um, you know, the movie does address things like, uh, you know, child slavery. Mm-hmm you know uh the me too movement uh you know different things like that and one minute you're cracking jokes about something the next minute you know you've got yelena talking about being you know getting a hysterectomy you know and it's just like wow this is kind of like i don't know that tonally it it trips up a little a little bit here and there but uh they're just really heavy subjects and it's hard to not Right. think about them and think about how serious they are. And then it's hard to laugh a second later mm-hmm. uh, about something yeah. else for me anyway. Well, the way that comes across in the movie is almost comedic, but it's heavy. And, yeah. and yeah, I, like I was kind of taken aback when that happened as well. Like it was a very weird mood to, to bring that stuff up in. And, but, but I mean, you've also got David Harbour, you know, red guardian sort of, I mean, his character is comic yeah. relief. I mean, that's right. what he's there for. Uh, but, um, and some of the running gags, you know, like the the superhero landing are just, it's so tired to me. I don't know. I just feel like somebody somewhere should have gone, oh, this joke's too old. We don't need uh, to do this joke right now. But it pays off for me when she finally does it at the end. Like, I just, I cracked up. I thought that Dude, was good. That when she did I, it and, and they got up and shook it off, like, oh, yeah. disgusting. <laughs> All right, fine. Hey, if it's working for you guys. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just. Somebody get Eric a shirt with the, you know, superhero landing with the circle and a line through it so he can wear it around so no, you're wrong it. eric yeah I, you're wrong <laughs> fuck you eric <laughs> i think i think people will agree with me on this one <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hon, wrong guess. uh but that's it i mean ultimately very fun movie uh very watchable movie as far as you know just not a lot of lulls in there mm-hmm. um i mean there's plenty of lulls with that Superhero landing joke, am I right? <laughs> Lulz with a Z. Uh, hey, can you can you insert crickets right there? But overall, a very fun watch. Fun getting back in the movie theater. Fun seeing a Marvel movie again. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just it's it's one of oh, those. I want I, one more thing. Sorry, Josh. I know you just started talking, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna talk now. But, but shut I'm, the fuck up for a minute. I decided. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. Peter Porker. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say initially, I wasn't a big fan of Scarlett Johansson as 
Black Widow, just as far as like a casting and, you know, like my idea of Black Widow from reading her my whole life, she ended up being quite good. Overall, when you look at like her whole, all the movies she's been as Black Widow, she's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. I mean, Iron Man 2, uh, she's kind of put there as, well, I mean, I won't say a sex object, but like, you know. You shouldn't (laughs) say that because. You can. Marvel really has taken a great character and reduced her to a sex object and a mother figure for all these boys in the Avengers, which is like, (laughs) I mean, it's really obvious in age of Ultron. Um, Mm -hmm. Anywho. Well, especially when you have Hulk, who's very childlike. Yeah. Yeah. But I do. And then she Love wants to be with him, her. but she's also his mom. What? That's Ew, disgusting. Gross. What is going on with this mom Hulk business? It's the electric complex. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But we're talking about this, the whole the her being a sex object. Somebody did bring up in an article that this movie was directed by a, a woman. Uh, was her name Kate Shortland? Something like that. I yeah. think her name. Oh, and I don't know if that's her well, name, but she is yeah. a woman. But yeah, she's Kate a, Shortland. Yeah, Kate Shortland. But they were also saying a, a movie directed about a woman, about a strong female character, and they were complaining that there were so many ass shots in this movie. There were a lot of ass shots. A lot of movie. ass shots from a female director in this. That's movie. funny. I forgot about that, but I remember thinking it. I don't in think the it was written theater. by a female though. It was written. I'm just talking about directed. They were the ones shooting the, the film. Ass sim- shots. Cinematographer is a guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I did notice that a couple of times, Jason. Yeah, like, I'm kind of lots like, of ass level cameras uh, throughout the uh, the film. I didn't I just notice, I didn't that, notice that. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but I didn't notice that. Well, I, I, it was one of those articles I read and then I watched it on my third watch. And then you're like, ass shot, ass shot, <laughs> ass shot. Ass so shot. what you're saying is, is this movie has more parallels to the Fast and the Furious series than we thought. Maybe hey, so. Honestly, it. In some ways, yes. I it's say. all about family. The whole movie. <laughs> she's got two families, a Russian and the Avengers. She's she's it's all about family. Jesus. Uh, oh well. All right. Anybody got anything else to say about Black Widow? I mean, I will say it like again, like coming at the time it is, it's been it's been too long. And like the only thing about it, I loved watching it. I'm glad we've got it, but yeah, like that whole area of black widow's arc is now over so it's hard to get excited about it when you know that there's a whole new wave of things coming this phase just kind of seems yeah phase force coming and this just seems like oh we're going back to old stuff um i mean yeah that, that's true it it doesn't really other than the the yelena connection to the thunderbolts thing yeah i mean i wonder if we'll see some of these people again i i i, I would i would think we might see Melina again. I, think. I would honestly love if they worked Red Guardian in somewhere. I mean, I think he has a good there. There's a there's a place there's a place for him. You know, it's almost oh, yeah, like certainly a on like the TVs or some on the TV yeah. shows. Yeah. The TVs, y'all got them TVs. <laughs> you got the TVs. I, I thought I uh, I think I, re- I read in, in the while we're digging for stuff for this that the, I think he's already had talks with Marvel maybe about doing more than just this one. So yeah, I mean, good. you know, they usually do sign them up for a few, even if they. Yeah, because I think them. Stranger Things is on their way out. I think this is the last season, maybe that they're right. doing. So he's got to find something to do. And Hellboy kind of tanked. Yeah, Hellboy so, tanked. I don't think he'll be doing any more Hellboy movies. No, no more so. Hellboy movies. 
Stranger Things, the college years. No, I don't think they need to go there. Stranger Things, summer vacation. It'd be like Saved by the Bill, where they all go work out on the beach. Yeah. There you go. I like it. We could do that. For me, this is upper half of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I would say upper, upper half. Like, this movie was fun. You've got heart with all the family stuff. You've got... A break out of prison scene. You've got a revenge story. You've like there's explosions in the sky, people jumping out of planes like this. I think the action was directed really well. Talking about like that, the fight scene really in the good. kitchen and there's stuff yeah. like that. Like there's a lot of physicality to the fighting that makes you think of stuff like Atomic Bond and stuff. I, yeah, I the, um, it actually um, did remind me of some of those like female-led spy assassin movie kind of remind me of killing eve actually like when she's i don't know if anybody else watches killing eve but um it's a very good show um (laughs) about a female assassin the best female assassin in in the world and um, black widow what an original idea she's (laughs) a lot more ruthless than than black widow do men think that they're stronger than her and then she beats them up? <laughs> she kills a lot of people. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. I think, yes, this movie should have happened sooner. It should have happened way, way sooner. I do think that her death would have been more impactful in Endgame. Yep. Yep. When you put this story in, definitely um, the uh, the timing of this movie was all wrong. Yes, I really didn't that care is the when one... she died in Endgame. I really didn't. didn't you know care. what? <laughs> I, I'm, I don't disagree. By the time they got around to her dying, you've already got half of everybody dead, and yep. you've already ripped my heart out. And, and then you end up bringing everybody back, but her, but her, but her. except for you know Tony, of course, but. Yeah, you you even get you know you even get old. What's her name from the Gamora? Gamora, Gamora back. Yeah. So yeah, in, in a I, in a and you get Loki back. Yep. everybody's back. It, she might be back. Really... We got time streams. We got we got <laughs> dimensions. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> Tony Stark really overshadows her death in Endgame. It just yes. does. And yeah, I mean, it ends with his funeral. Like they're yep. not even. <laughs> No, she gets no funeral. Just out. I actually, the uh, deleted scene of her death sequence in Endgame, I think is a better scene. I'm not sure I've seen seen I don't know if I've seen that. It's, just go watch it. I'm done. All right, we got, Jenny, I'll have to to check that out because I haven't even seen that. It's really good. I don't right. remember. Only thing deleted scene I saw was where they all take a knee after Tony died, and I really think they should have left that in the movie. So, all right, with that, that's the end of our discussion about uh, Black Widow. And uh, if you have not seen Black Widow yet, and you it. like the Marvel movies, please go see it. It is a lot of fun, and we do need to support movie theaters as we're coming out of this pandemic. I, for one. I'm a person who wants to keep going to the movies. Yes. And I, I do like watching movies at home as well. I think there is a place now where both can exist, where you can see new things at home and at the movies. I'd but, like more of that. I'd like yes. more of that, by the yeah. way. When 
you know, just as far as this thing streaming and and yeah, you know, the ac- early access stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that's good, and and it seems like people went to the theater and people did. You know, there's there's enough yep. for everybody, and it'll encourage theaters to make our experience a little better. Yes. And Maybe. the thing is, we didn't even say Josh. Like he always starts out, dude. This movie made two hundred eighteen million dollars worldwide this weekend. Mm-hmm. Sixty well, I mean, million on Disney Plus. Yes, alone. that yes, sixty million on Disney Plus. That's a big deal, and and that goes to show where we are going to be going with things. Like I want to see my Marvel movies and <sighs> and whatnot in the theaters, yeah. but Marvel you know, movies, yes, but some of these smaller movies and yeah. things like that, I yeah. or movies that I would just wouldn't go to the theater normally, yeah. but I right. would spend 20 bucks, to let the family watch it or, you know, yeah. it would be great for independent films, independent filmmakers. You would probably have more people apt to watch those movies in the convenience of their home than going to pay the theater prices to go to the theater to see those things. Well, and right. people so. would have more access because I know that, yeah. you know, we used to live in a town that did not get independent releases mm-hmm. or if they oh, did, yeah. they were there for a week and they were gone. I forget what movie it was that I wanted to go see. I wanted to see it really bad, but it, it was the Ryan Gosling movie. Well, you got to narrow that down um, a little bit for me there. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I'm talking the about. The Place Beyond the Pines. Yes. Uh, yeah, like it was in. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. You know Place Beyond the Pines, obviously. You, you know First thing one. that comes to mind when you. But I got really excited because it came to one of our theaters in Panama and it was there for literally <laughs> two days. I was like, oh, I'm going to go see that this weekend. And it was there for like a Wednesday and a Thursday, and it was gone Friday. Oh, <laughs> so man. Didn't work so out too well for me. I did get very excited when you hear the Marvel music yes. start. Like, to, to be in the theater and watch a Marvel movie was... Yeah. I mean, the Marvel movies, the music for the opening sequ- the, the 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 Marvel Studios thing has gotten to the stature of when you, when, when star Wars starts, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like it's, it's to that level with me now. Yeah. Like I love when I hear that music kicking, I know, I know I'm, I'm I know I'm going to be entertained. Yeah. I mean, when we're talking the, the body, the, the whole body of work, mm-hmm. I prefer the Marvel stuff to star Wars. Well, there's a lot more there. Too, I, I love like, the original three star Wars hey, movies and that's kind of it. I, I don't really care a whole lot. I enjoyed Mandalorian, but yeah, I mean, uh, how many followers did we just lose? Because of <laughs> no, uh, I mean, we don't really, I mean, I'm a big star Wars fan. Jenny and I are both big star Wars yeah. fans, but we don't really talk a whole lot of star Wars on here because honestly, Everybody. like star Wars fans are like the worst fans out there. In my oh, opinion. Shit. <laughs> now we're losing followers. Hey. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Exactly, Jenny hit the nail on the head. Like the only nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. So, and that's why it's just kind of a toxic thing. I I love it. I will hold a love for it forever. But I am so just like don't want to talk about it. Never had an interest to talk about Marvel movies or any Marvel stuff on here. I just for for that similar reason is that there's just so many people talking about it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's all anyone's talking about. But I figured. Since we're we all saw it, like we should just go ahead. Plus, it being the first one back after the, you know, yeah. it was you know it's fun. So I'd love to do things like this if we all see a movie. Yeah, a movie absolutely. Just do a little chat hey, after. We got more stuff coming up. We got what if next month? Uh, uh, Shang Chi, uh, Eternals, yeah, yeah. Spider Man. Dude, we got a, a good lineup of uh, Venom. Uh, Venom's in September, and. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say it? I don't care. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Jason Jason says fuck you, but he kind of agrees with you. Like, I know Jason is not like, he's, 
he likes seeing Venom on the screen. I just want to see Venom just... on the fucking screen, dude. I just like seeing Tom Hardy on the screen. There you go. That man can act. I'm sorry. He can. Yeah, it's his acting that you like. It is yeah. his acting. Hey, hey, his. But Kevin Feige did say they did an interview asking him about the whole Venom thing because we're getting the whole multiverse of madness thing, and he said, "You never know." Okay. And when Kevin Feige says that. I mean, we already got Michael Keaton's character in the Morbius trailer, and that's a Sony movie. Hello. Maybe it could happen. Well, the only thing that gets me about that sort of stuff, and Eric brought this up earlier, and I know that we're trying to close up here, but I want—I did want to bring this up <laughs> earlier, is like how you, like with Luke Cage, and now you've got, um, uh, what's the actor's name that's going to be playing Blade now? Um, oh, God, you had to ask. The Ali guy. Mahar- yeah. Ma- Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you awesome actor. Yeah, and you're like, but that's the thing, like with the Marvel TV shows that were on Netflix and bringing them into the MCU now, like you kind of muck up all of that now because he was a villain in Luke Cage and now he's (laughs) going to be playing Blade in the MCU. So it kind of causes some problems there, you know? Also, I think, I think, you know, the actors that you get for the TV shows, I'm not naming names, but some of the characters are played by actors that aren't good enough for the film, the cinematic universe, in my opinion. Not the first time they've recycled I, well, uh, actors. There are four sure. of them, and I think we can narrow it down to which one Eric's talking about. <laughs> are you? Do you think I'm talking about Iron Fist? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Scrap that whole thing. Pretend it never happened. Dude, I they, like Iron I, Fist. They, I think uh, they really kind of just want to make him that whole thing disappear. But they. You know really what? Want- you know what the problem with Iron Fist is. You know what the problem with Iron <laughs> Fist is. What is it, Eric? I love I love Iron Fist. I've read a ton of it. I love it. But it comes from an age where you you make you've got a a a kung fu master and he's a white guy in in a in a hidden city full of Asian dudes, right? <laughs> I, this is like an old idea that just doesn't work as well now. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like the idea of like the last samurai and Tom Cruise being like the only white guy <laughs> and he's like the best fighter out of all of them. He, or like, Matt walks Damon in. in the Great Wall. Right. And it's just like <laughs> it just it, the timing's bad to try yeah. to do something with Iron Fist. That's why, you know, I think Shang Chi will do much better. I, I think, you know, a lot of people are ready, you know, long overdue ready for you know a, an asian lead in one of these things and oh yeah most definitely but yeah it's just like i love the comic book character but ultimately making like your kung fu master a white guy a rich white guy nonetheless not just a white guy true i mean and it's just a little close to batman right <laughs> a rich guy who can kick your ass yeah <laughs> But no, I mean, if they could hold on to um, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones oh. and uh, the guy who played Luke Cage. Yeah, they're um, good. No, I mean, they've, I, they already said they're recasting the guy who played Luke Cage. They already said that. He's I mean, not, oh, really? Yeah. Well, then I, they should. I, I like I Charlie like Cox, too, but. John Berthal. I can never say his name. John right. Berenthal. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they he could said, he could come he, along. Anyway. Hell, they already said he is oh, okay. and Charlie Cox. And they said they wanted to keep Kristen Ritter. They they said for sure that I've read articles they want those but the other ones they're like you're Charlie gone. Cox was good but I would love just a reset on Daredevil honestly uh, I liked it I liked season one we never watched season three we watched the first two seasons and never finished season three dude season two when the Punisher shows up is phenomenal yeah <laughs> so but, but yeah I, well, but I mean that's therein lies your issue with the Netflix shows is 
Jenny and I watched the first two seasons of Daredevil, didn't watch the third one. We watched the first season of Luke Cage, didn't watch the second one. Oh, man. First season of Jessica Jones, didn't watch the second one. Same with Iron Fist. Uh, everybody. It's mostly your did, fault. Did you, <laughs> watch, <laughs> I mean, did you watch the first season of The Punisher? I, did, I only watched the first season of The Punisher. Dude! The first, was- dude, the first season of The Punisher was so fucking boring that I didn't have any goddamn like I, I did not even care to watch the second season. He I didn't, didn't watch any of the Punisher show. He does Honestly. not become the Punisher until like the last two episodes of that show, and I just I couldn't get on board with it. Like I like John Bernthal as the Punisher, but that show just ultimately didn't work for me. The Punisher is another example of an idea that just doesn't work right now. Right. Of just somebody who's basically, you know, like. I don't know. If the I think it the whole concept of the Punisher is just, it doesn't fit with, you know, the sort of uh, defund the police yeah. argument, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, I don't know. Some of these characters, they were created in another time and they just don't always work right in the time you want them to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. In my opinion. But there, we're talking Marvel movies. We're talking everything going on and how I know. much Eric hates everything. <laughs> and uh, I donate everything, and well, I love everything. So it's just <laughs> there you go. Balance. We have yin and yang, right? Here. I still watch all this stuff. I I like it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like glad we I'm glad we decided to get on and talk about it. I mean, this is our uh, Black Widow slash MCU uh, minisode for you guys that are watching that stuff and interested in it. And we, we typically go back in time and talk about all that old stuff, but now we're jumping into some new things and kind of getting with the new, these new fangled times and watching these new movies and stuff. And we're hip. Hey, it's like, the video. <laughs> hey, we talked about it, man. We started this out. We're like a video store. You got a new release section over here. Yep. Got to talk about new movies. So, yeah, that's what we do. But uh, yeah, I mean, we can try and do this whenever we've all kind of seen something new that comes out and we all want to talk about it. We'll try and jump on and record a little mini. Well, I say a little mini. So we've talked for over an hour about this now. But um, but yeah, I mean, we would love to get on and talk about some new stuff with you guys. Keep your ears to the ground. We we are going to be releasing a horror section on Night of the Creeps. We just recorded that the other night. But that's going to do it for our conversation tonight about Black Widow slash the MCU. Maybe we'll get on and talk about Loki once Eric watches that. But until next time, be kind. Rewind! 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 I drink wine! (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Are we done? You've been listening to the VHS Files Minisode. We drop new episodes every Friday, so make sure you're subscribed and leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. Interact with us on all social media platforms at VHS Files Podcast. Email us any questions, comments, movie suggestions, or games you'd like to hear on a mini-sode at Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Sorry, I mean, somebody has to fill the air with sound. Definitely some... uh...
red eyes and stuff going on as people walking at you that or they were smoking some good shit i'm just gonna like lose all my train of thought <laughs> give me a second not her she's the devil it's different it's like um thanos is coming gross oh. and he's <laughs> jesus christ eric whoa nathan's not even on the show yeah, tonight. Dude. nathan has rubbed rubbed off on eric <laughs> just keep them coming guys yeah right. keep them coming josh uh, wow so thanos is arriving thanos there. <laughs> with, thanos? His, with yes. his with his ball sack chin 